You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, PJ Glasser with you. Time now to revisit some of these NBA win totals. NBA back in action off the all-star break tomorrow. So it's a good time to take a look at strength of schedule. What's remaining for some of these teams? Who has it tough and who has an easier path? Mm -hmm. And then we can look at the win total and see if we can make some money here, PJ, really. I mean, that is the goal every day on this show. So I just started going through like some of the win totals just started with the first one, which was the Cavs where I was looking. So over 50 and a half, it was minus 135. Um, I kind of love this one. They just went on a nice seven game winning streak before the all-star break before dropping a game to the Sixers. They need 15 more wins. So I think that they can get this. They, they have one of the easiest schedule, or sorry, they need 13 more wins. They have one of the easiest schedules remaining in the entire NBA. So it makes sense why it's minus 135. But just overall in general, I'm high on this Cavs team. And before I, you know, we did the segment, we already knew that they had one of the easiest remaining schedules. So I like that. Even though it is minus 135, I think they can definitely go over this. I mean, you love your Cavs. I don't know whether you love Purdue more or the Cavs. It's one of the two that you love. Uh, Probably the Cavs, because nobody's really talking trash to me about that team, <laughs> and so I'm not as worried. I think... A lot think riding the, on this Purdue team. Yeah, the Cavs are a good team to back. You know, they're the kind of team that, because they have some young pieces, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley. Like they're a team much like the Kings in the West where they're going to constantly keep their foot on the gas here throughout the remainder of the regular season. And if you're going to take over win totals, that's what you're looking to back. So I think Cleveland's a good look there. The over team for me, if you're looking at the Eastern Conference, is the Detroit Pistons. And I know they're terrible, but their total right now is 21 and a half wins at plus money. All they need is seven wins in their last 23 games. So if they go seven and 16, you're going to cash that ticket. They're 15 and 44 right now. And Aaron, they have the second easiest strength of schedule remaining in the NBA, right? The Pistons are a young team. They're not going to rest anybody. There's going to be no load management going on. And when teams play the Pistons, that's going to be like their off night. That's going to be the games where they're going to be rolling out the second team saying, you know what? If we win this game, great. If not, so be it. We don't need to play Embiid tonight. We don't need to play Giannis tonight. No Kawhi Leonard. It's the Pistons. So all we need is seven wins from the Pistons in their last 23 games. I uh, I think that's that's the play <laughs> for me if you're looking for an over. Adding to that, the Pistons, 
have the second easiest remaining schedule. So their toughest opponents remaining, PJ, the Bucks, you've got the Cavs, you got the Nets, you got the Heat, but then they've got some pretty easy games against like the Rockets, the Hornets, the Pacers, the Bulls, the Raptors. So I like that one. That's a pretty good look. Yeah, the Pistons was the one that uh, was jumped out to me. I'm interested to see what you think of the Sixers because we've talked about this team a bunch. I kind of like their under here the remainder of the season. So they're at 38-19. Their total for the rest of the year is 51.5 wins. So we just would need them to go 13-12 and or worse over their last 25 games. They have the toughest strength of schedule remaining in the NBA. Yeah. And just because of Embiid, you know, I feel like they're not going to go crazy with him. Of those 25 games left, maybe he plays like 18 of them. And I, I just, again, the toughest strength, the schedule, the fact that if they go 500 or worse or better, we cash that ticket. So the Sixers were one that jumped out to me how, just because of How many more wins speed. do they need? They would need uh, to cash that. They would need to win 14 of their final 25 games. Well, I can tell you some they could win. The Pacers twice, the Bulls twice, the Raptors, the Wizards, Portland. I don't know if that's a layup, um, but they've got some easy ones on, easier opponents on the schedule. They do. I like the fact that they play the Bucks twice, though, still. Boston twice. They got to play Denver and Memphis. And again, you know, they're going to play Embiid, Harden, Maxi, all those guys for those games. But when they go up against the Hornets, one of those two games against the Pacers, you know, maybe against the Bulls. I don't feel like we're going to see them for all of those games. So we'll, we'll see. I just, I like the value there with Philadelphia to go over that under. And then after the Nate McMillan news, I thought the other team in the East that was interesting to me ah. is the Atlanta Hawks, right? And they're plus money right now to go under their current win total of 41 and a half wins. They're at 29 wins right now. They're 29 and 30. There's 23 games left in the season for the Hawks. So we can't have them get 12 wins or more here in the last 23 games. If they go 11 and 12 or worse, we're cashing our ticket. They have the third toughest schedule remaining in the NBA. They don't have their head coach anymore. So I kind of like this under for the Hawks, especially at even money. It's plus 100. Yeah, they have to play the Celtics twice and Mike Cavs twice and the Heat twice. So I... Here's the thing. I do like the whole narrative that they could get a boost. We just don't need that boost to last long. Maybe win a couple games after the Nate McMillan firing and then start going back to your losing ways, right? Exactly. Exactly. Was there any other teams in the East that jumped out to you? I was interested by Milwaukee, but they don't have a number up right now and probably because of Giannis's injury, and that's why I was interested in it. But was there anybody else um, that jumped I out looked, to you? I just... Not that I really want to bet on. I looked at the Pacers, so their win total is at 35 and a half, 23rd easiest remaining schedule. Um, they've got 26 wins right now, so they need 10 more to go over. That's going to be tough. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Where are they at in strength? Who are they playing? The Pacers. So they're kind of... They've got the Celtics twice, Bucks twice, Sixers twice, Cavs once, Knicks twice, Mavericks twice. So, yeah, that's the under, I think, is pretty intriguing. Under 35 and a half wins for the Pacers.
That's a good it's one. It's not plus money. It's minus 120. Um, but I just don't know how they're, you know, going to turn things around and go over that. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, the other one that was I thought was was fascinating was Brooklyn, right? Just because of all these moving parts that they have now. Like you trade Kyrie, you trade KD, you're getting all these pieces in return. So is that going to translate to wins right away? Because their win total is 45 and a half right now. Brooklyn has 34 wins on the season. So you need them to get 12 or more wins if you need them to go over their total. And they have 24 games left. So if they go 12 and 12 or better, you're cashing that over. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 11 or 13 or worse, you're, you're cashing the under. They still have Denver twice, Milwaukee twice, Boston once. They do play the Rockets twice still in Orlando, but kind of like that under for Brooklyn, you know, just because of all those moving parts that they have, bringing in all these different veterans to try and gel with one another. I mean, that stuff's going to take some time, uh, especially when they're competing for a playoff race and there's going to be some urgency there. That might not be the best thing in the world for, for Brooklyn. Um, so that one I, I thought I, was, was interesting. I also wonder the motivation factor. I mean, it seems like two teams are really going to win the East. It's not going to be them. Like, maybe yeah. they're just kind of like, we'll, we'll play, but – we're not doing anything this year. If you do like the under, there is a 46 and a half out there Ooh, for the okay. Nets. Yeah, so I any, think that could Any win will count, look. right? All the wins will, <laughs> will help us when we're looking for under. Exactly. Exactly. Like Shop it. around and find the best. If you can get one more to take that under, then why not? But, yeah, they play the Celtics and the Bucks twice. It's, it's going to be tough for them. Cavs as well, so – I'm just not buying into the Nets right now. Too much going on. And they did just extend their head coach, so mm -hmm. a little um, stability finally maybe for that franchise. They they need it. They need it. That was really all that caught my eye in the East. In, in the West, there were a couple of teams that I thought were interesting. Minnesota, to me, is a fascinating team. You know, we've been doing shows these last couple of days, Aaron. I feel like we talked about all these different teams in the West. We haven't really touched on Minnesota, and they had a ton of expectations coming into the year they make that trade for Rudy Gobert they finally win a playoff series or the playing game when they beat the uh the Clippers and everybody's excited Carl Anthony Towns has been out since like Thanksgiving time and they're going to get him back so they only have 21 games left which I think is huge for Minnesota there's they're one of three teams that only have 21 days left along with the Cavs and the Clippers and I think this helps your Cavs argument as well too because the Timberwolves are going to have more days off than just about any other team here down the stretch, right? So that really helps with load management and trying to win these games. Their total is 40 and a half. They're at 31 and 30 right now with 21 games left. So all they got to do is go 11 and 10 over this remaining stretch. And when they get Towns back, it's obviously going to help them. I kind of like that Minnesota over 40 and a half quite a bit. The fact they don't have to play that many games and they're getting one of their best players back, I, I think they're going to go over 500 in that stretch. 
Yeah, I could see that as well. The one that I was looking at in the West was the Suns. Like it, this to me, so their win total is where I'm looking 45 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, do we know for sure when KD is coming back? Cause right now they have 32 wins and their win total 45 and a half. So that's hefty, but I, it seems like you, if you like the over, you're thinking KD comes back and they just cruise over that. No question. Right. But, I mean, I, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Like KD comes back this week, maybe even early next week. And you can cruise over, but if he doesn't, that would be crazy. Then that that would just be a stay away. It's it's a little bit of a risky one, you know, because that's just a question mark with KD and the, and the chemistry, like you said too. The like chemistry. just because you've got a star name doesn't mean it's going to translate to automatic wins, which is kind of what I mean. The the win total is minus one thirty on the over. What do you think Phoenix's mindset's going to be, too? Do you think they're going to be like, oh, with our roster, it really doesn't matter the seed we're get. We, we're good enough to beat anybody. Or do you think they're going to have the mindset of when KD's healthy, we're going to play him as much as possible so he can try and build this chemistry with Booker, Paul, and Aiden? Because hmm. I really don't Gosh. know. I could see it going either way. And, and we also need to take a look at the pressure that KD has, you know, He wanted to, like, get away from the Warriors. It didn't work out with the Nets. Now he's with the Suns. If the Suns don't do something major, like if they don't go to the NBA Finals, this is going to be embarrassing for Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant, I don't know if he cares. If you follow his tweets, he doesn't seem (laughs) to care what anybody thinks. But it's like they have to to be successful, right? Like, this is it have to be i mean you you go all in you trade away so many of your key contributors you're you're trading away tons of draft picks like you have pushed all your chips into the middle of the table (laughs) if you're phoenix you know and we both believe that they're the team probably to beat in the west it's just going to be interesting to see their approach in the regular season because i see both sides of the coin i do think they want kd to play in some games because you don't want him going into the playoffs and not build some kind of rapport with Booker and Paul. But at the same time, you need KD healthy if you're going to the NBA Finals. So it's going to be interesting to see how Phoenix approaches that situation. I thought, again, we talk about KD. I thought the Mavericks win total was fascinating, too, with this whole Kyrie and Luka stuff. Because we've already seen it, Aaron. Like There have been plenty of games in this short time where either Kyrie's played and Luka's been out, or Luka's played and Kyrie has been out. It seems like Dallas has kind of had the attitude that you know what, if they can play together, great, but we just want them healthy and ready to go for the postseason. And their win total for the remainder of the season is 45 and a half wins. They're at 31 and 29 right now with 22 games left in the season. They're going to have to go 14 and 8 for you, to, or they're going to have to go 15 uh, and 7 if you're going to cash that over. 15 and 7? I don't know. I kind of like that. Under I'm a excited. Lot. I like the under two, and it seems like everybody else does because it's juiced to minus yeah. 135. I'm going to be in Dallas this weekend. I'm going to the game. Lakers oh, nice. at Mavericks, LeBron versus Kyrie. We all know Kyrie wanted to go to the Lakers. The Nets did everything they could to prevent that from happening. So that should be a fun one. But yeah, as opposed to the Suns getting things together, I think they can quickly. I 
maybe I'm just looking to fade Kyrie because he annoys me, but <laughs> I just don't. I just I feel bad for Luca. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, we'll see. There's no denying how good both of those guys are, but they're both closers. There's only one basketball, and I just I don't know if it's going to work. Jason Kidd, too. I don't know. As great a player as he is, I don't know if he's the coach to make this thing work. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, we're going to take a look at some NBA futures and some awards. Coach of the Year is intriguing. That's next.